When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. I'll tell you who's flying at the moment, boys. Joel and Kane, and, uh, Joel Kane and uh, Fletch in the afternoons. Are they? Fletcher's mate. He's so good. Fletch. They're very funny. Very funny. Mate, Fletch is good going. Good content. Mate, he goes and sees the bosses at Fox Sports. They just keep giving him pay rise after pay rise. I heard he got a How big pay rise. Yeah. Anyone else in there getting pay rise? No, absolutely not. People ask for it, they don't get it. It's time for Webster. Never thought forever was the best I could do. Gordon, you got a pay rise as well. You know what? I'm going to ask Crawls for a pay rise. Yeah. yeah. Even though you're not there, mate, he'll give it to you. Yeah, good. Uh, Webby, what are you talking about this week, brother? Well, I wrote, this was a bit of a funky story this week. Did you know it was the 25th? I thought you, I thought you, I thought you, I thought you didn't say funky. I thought you said uh, a F-U story. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is a strange story this week, a unique story. So were you aware that it was the 25th anniversary on Wednesday of Princess Diana's death? Yes. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so... On a different note. On a different note. Um, uh, I got contacted by a guy called Barry Maranta, who was one of the yes. founding fathers of the Brisbane Broncos, who at the time of her death was the owner and chairman of the London Broncos. They were due to play a final round match against Bradford, top of the table clash at the Stoop. Pack, uh, a sellout. There was 2,500 people from Bradford on trains coming down. The news breaks the Princess Diana had died. And um, all sport in the UK was called off. And Barry Moranta told me this incredible story about how a rugby league game defied um, the orders because of Richard Branson. So Richard Branson was on the board of the London Broncos. Yeah. He went he there. Swanson a, and Virgin. Yeah, he went there a year earlier and went and 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 got dragged in by a couple of Australian employees to go and watch him. And he went like you know he was so. Anti-establishment. He loved the cheerleaders. He loved the, the music, the loud noise, and he said, "I want to be a part of this." So they call uh, Barry Moranta calls Richard Branson. Richard Branson calls. What do you love here? I got a story about Richard Branson. And, and then he calls. Then he calls. Then he calls Jack Straw, the Home Secretary. Was allowed to go ahead, but on the proviso that there was no cheerleaders, no loud music, only yeah, right. the most basic ground announcement. <clears throat> Richard Branson ends up. Um, ends up doing a eulogy at the start of the show, um, wow. at the start of the game, and that was the focus of the entire country because they were basically the first public words spoken about Princess Diana by someone who was close to her. Wow. So it was oh, this so amazing... Richard Branson was close to her. He was close yeah, to her, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. But the funny thing is that he he had demanded that Martin O'Fire play in the game. Tony Curry, the coach, was a bit reluctant because Martin O'Fire, great try scorer, yep. all that blinding speed, not so good defensively. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Martin O'Fire scores the match-winning try right at the end. Uh, wow. Richard Bansing tells everyone, I told you you should have picked him. And a week later, he buys the London Broncos outright. Yeah, he, uh, I he, when he owned him. I had a mate playing there at the time. Mm. 
And Richard Branson opened a big nightclub, so I invited all the London Broncos. Certain Evan Cochran. Evan Cochran. So anyway, there's a there's like a pool area in the nightclub, and there's these flamingos doing what they do, dancing around in the pool. So this bloke, Evan, was telling everyone about Ronnie Gibbs, the way he used to charge people down and dive at their legs. So he got in the pool and was running and diving at the legs of the flamingos trying yeah. to charge. Fair to say doing the Rambo That's Ronnie a better Gibbs. story. When I, when I went over to sign with Wigan, me and Dave Fairley went over. He signed at St. Helens. I went to Wigan, but we went and stayed at um, Sniffer. What's his name? Uh, Tony Ray's place because he was CEO there at the time and he right. tried to get us signed with the Broncos and he goes, right, I'll take you for a – night out and took us to that nightclub, Richard Branson's nightclub. And, mate, it was it was an eye-opener. It was like one of those places you get there and you go, like, look nothing, but then you walk out, inside and it just goes bang. And How explodes. big was it? It was huge. And where was it? Uh, it was it was in the West End. Could you look London. at people there or you had to get consent to look at people? No, nah, no, it wasn't Club 77. I'll tell you who was there and I was chatting to a guy because, you know, like when Branson owns it, it was quite like, wasn't lots and lots of people in there, and I was chatting to a bloke, right, and just chatting away. Nice enough fella, just chatting away. He, I didn't know who he didn't know who I was. Anyway, I walked away, and Tony Ray goes, "Do you know Guy Ritchie?" And I said, "No," and he goes, "That was Guy Ritchie." And I asked at the time, I said, "Who's Guy Ritchie?" I had no idea. It was like two thousand. Yeah, right. That's you know, when and, it kicked off. But he, Richard Branson, really, he championed the cause there. Very good to the players. Very good to the club. In fact, when he sold the club. Um, he actually give, gave the club about one and a half million pounds and said, is right? this is my gift to the club because I care about it ongoing. I think it's – so the Super Leagues, are, they're struggling a bit, aren't they? Yeah. I think financially. Yeah, they're they're, they're, to... they've brought in a uh, an independent they're, – they're looking to get a private equity company to come in on the competition. Uh, the pri- private equity company at the moment is running the rule through the competition. It's created a bit of a – a bit of drama over there because clubs are starting to go rogue. Like, for instance, Huddersfield came out the other day and said, throw out all the French sides. They do nothing for the game. Mm. Huddersfield's owned by a billionaire. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which most of the league have come out and said, that's ridiculous because, you know, um, the great history of rugby league in France. Catalan have been a success. Toulouse is They're struggling. going good this year, Catalan. And they're going, and they're going really good. They reckon running, Mitchell, uh, relegated. Yeah, they're going to get Mitchell relegated. Mitchell Pierce is loving it over there. Why Loving life. That's the why. club. That's the club. Yes. Well, living in the south of France must be terrible. It, it is. And the, the national animals are poodle. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Mm. No. no. <laughs> when you go to Bayeritz, you've been to Bayeritz? No, I haven't. Now, I haven't. In Bayeritz, all around the city, there's lo- these little conveyor belts. It's so that when the when the dogs uh, do a poo-poo in the street, they pick up the bags. They put it in the bags and they put them on the conveyor belt and they go to a central place to get rid of it all. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I've been to Vala, which is the south of Urunga. Have you? Yeah, very similar. Very similar. Did Napoleon build a place there for his wife? I think so. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, Because the the competition felt like it was on the up with the Toronto Wolfpack. Yes. They paid all that money for Sonny. Yep. And David Argyle pulled the pin. I met David Argyle. Yeah. I saw him at different 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 cat. Yes. Was that the Leeds versus? Was that the Leeds versus Melbourne? No, I met I met him I met him when I, Buzz and I went over for the World Club Challenge and we, on his and we, turf, and we were there on, on the Friday night in Warrington mm. to watch Warrington and uh, and Toronto, mm. and and it was heaving. You guys know what it's like. You've played oh, there. Mm. Like I mean, it's it's a, it's a great app. Those little mate, grounds have got the year the year really, that I was really there pumped. in two thousand one, mate. It was 
it was some, mate. That, those top five teams, mate, St. Helens, like, you know, got Paul Newlove, Iroh, Kev, uh, Kieran Cunningham, Sean Long. It just went on and on and on. Mate, Bradford had this gun team. You had, uh, mate, Leeds had Alfie, Twer, Nickow, Kevy. Wow. Across the board. Like, the next year, like, give you an idea how strong the competition was. The next year, Bradford played the Knights in the World Club Challenge and beat them by 30 points. Ben Kennedy didn't play. Steve Simpson beat didn't by play. 30 Matt Parsons points. didn't play. But, but it's an example of, mate, it was a... It was some of the toughest football I've played. A play, a play, Australian players going over there now, I should probably know the answer to this. Are they going over now for large amounts of money? No. Not that they used to. No. no it, it was not the payday. It, no. it was. It was It was three to one. Like Hull had Jason Smith there. Like uh, mm. Leeds had Brett Mullins, Bradley Clyde, and one of the other blokes. So everyone went at the time because the pound to the dollar or the dollar to the pound was about three and a half and wow. you could you could do these tax things where you put the money in that isle the isle yeah. of man it was fraught with danger and though. when you'd when you'd fly back while you're in the air they'd transfer it no tax yeah you can't do that now uh, why was it fraught with danger because they wouldn't transfer it it was, it was fraught yeah uh, we all warned about it we asked about it at wigan and morris Lindsay said i don't recommend it was good it. if you were earning twenty five thousand pound a game mm. That's what Alfie told me. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> what about your little stint at oh, Were you on 25,000 pound a game? No, I was on more. Oh, Joking. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it was one of the best months of my footy career, going over there and playing. Why? What was, so, what was so good about it? Well, you just said the atmosphere, the people, the fans, and the footy. The footy's so open and fun to play. It's, See, like, I, it's like the 90s. I always here. love those da- old dower English towns. Yeah, I know. I've lived there forever, but something I, special about yeah. them. Like Wigan, at Wigan, we had uh, we had Andy Farrell, Dennis Betts, uh, Terry Newton, God bless his soul, um, Terry O'Connor, Harvey Howard was there. Chris Radlinski. We had Brett Dallas on a wing. Um, in the centres, we had Gary Conley. What a player he was. Steve Renoff, me and uh, myself, and um, Lammy in the halves. Back row, Dave Ferner. It was like, mate. It was, mate. It was a. It was a really, really strong competition. And St Helens were like that. They were a powerhouse at the time. And you know, like when you got Paul Newlove in one centre and Kevin Iroh in the other. Oof. And uh, Kevin mate, Iroh's son played the other day for Cronulla. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah, Kale. Should 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 the NRL buy the Super League? That's at been the, floated a couple well, of times. A good idea. I think if we continue, if the competition grows and grows and grows. And I think absolutely. At the very least, we have a duty of care mm. because it's such a great competition. Webby, in my opinion, I run these past people and they go, oh, I don't know, but I think I would revert the English competition back to a winter sport because what that allows to do at the end of their season, they their best players can come and play in the NRL, helps us, feels like similar to like Ellery Hanley, Gary Schofield, Andy Courier, so on and so forth did. And vice versa, probably more importantly, when our competition ends, to, you know, our best players have the opportunity to go over and do guest stints at their clubs. Great for that. their game as love well. Love that idea. They, they, it all, everything pointed to their move to summer being perfect and working out and being great, but that's the part of the game that has suffered. And they, in my opinion over there, when the game was peaking, it had a lot of Australian stars in it. Okay. Well, they mm. should do it. 
I agree. Peter Valandis, I'm sure you're listening. Yes. Well, buy, I'll tell you what. Go we, and buy a comp. You just, you, we're going to take a break. I know certain clubs that have been doing it for years. Now, we, you just spoke about Barry Maranta, and coincidentally, after the break, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to do Crocodile Dundee, and revolves around uh, another great Broncos man, great mate of Barry Maranta, Porky Morgan, who was involved with that. Speak to you then. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.